Welcome to Conflicted, the podcast exploring the tension Christian entrepreneurs face trying to pursue success in business and sacrifice in service to Christ. I'm your host, Sean Tombagahan, and I'm glad to be with you on this journey. And um, we, and then July 2011, so about six months, seven six months. months. To, to so so from zero entrepreneurial, like I didn't know what I was going to do, zero education on coffee or the business of coffee or how to do any of this. So it was six months. And within those six months, I was just kind of tracking with what you were saying, like kind of the progression of how you started the business is like, I, I hear from God, I'm going to move on that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I don't know about you, but like when I hear from God, it's never been for me a hundred percent. Like, I'm like, I think I'm like 70% sure. Maybe I'm 85% sure. Right. Like, but I'm pretty sure this is God. This is not right. coming from me. Uh, but you just instantly started moving on that. Right. And one of the first things you did was you start, okay, well, I feel this is God. I'm going to start writing down some vision. Uh, this is the the throne. This is where the source of our joy comes from. You start thinking about your brand, and you start you're letting that marinate. And then the next thing, so you so you hear from God, you start moving, you think about vision, you start creating. Then you make a social contract. Now you, you right. verbalize it to other people. You're telling people, uh, right. and usually it's like an encouraging thing, right? It's like, oh yeah, you're gonna do good. Like I've had encouragement. Right. I know a lot of people say, oh, there's a lot of hate and negativity. Like for me, I've always had people encourage me, mm-hmm. but like you make that social contract, and then people are like. Well, that's stupid. That's not a good idea. And like a lot of people could be like, well, shoot, like, man, you let that kind of dissuade you from doing it. But you're like, no, I'm going to keep doing that. So hear from God, start writing down vision, make social contracts. Then you do your research. You start. Yeah. April was coffee school. Uh, April was coffee school. Um, and then came home and then now it's like, I know how to make coffee. I understand it because I was, I mean, I, I Folgers is what I was drinking in college. <laughs> um, and so when I went to Seattle, uh, Portland, I'm, I'm drinking fruity coffee. Like, what is this? And so having to develop a palate, mm. um, having to learn latte art. Um, and so there was a lot of, I mean, my favorite, uh, slogan within cup of joy is Jimmy rigged. I've had to Jimmy rig everything to start. I didn't come from a business background. I didn't have a business degree. I didn't work in a coffee shop. I didn't work in a business. Um, everything from my old employer, if I did in this business, I'd be arrested if I hit people the way I did or if I talked the way I did. So um, it was a beautiful matrix for God to put me in um, of managing 19-year-old girls and young kids when I come from just a rough, around-the-edges <laughs> football player. Um, I made multiple people cry in the first year, I'm sure. Um, but it was good. I didn't know, you know, the spirit is gentleness. You know, there was not a gentle bone in my body. Um, and so God putting me in that was, was crucial. <laughs> so, okay. So coffee school, then you signed the lease and you said that you signed in 2011, July, 2012 yeah. is open. So that now you're starting construction, you open up, but you've Man, already, my, my timeline of it is often that I signed the lease in July, 2012. Right. 2011 so it was totally missed that uh J- january 10th 2012 then july 2012 signed the lease open gotcha. december 12th yeah okay open december 12th christmas time uh and then you said uh, earlier christian coffee shop so what, what does that mean to you i'm gonna open a christian coffee shop because i feel like there's christians who are like well I, when i started butler i was a christian but i wasn't like i'm gonna start a christian branding company right I was just like, I'm going to start a branding agency. Right. So like, what was in your mind when you said, I'm going to start a Christian coffee shop? Well, one, I didn't want to start a Christian coffee shop. Um, to me, um, what was the best thing for me? I was so new in my faith. Still, even going, to the, I never really was in church culture. So I was like a, a rogue kind of Christian, Holy Spirit discipled 
um, and maybe one-on-one discipled by a brother rather than like, I was raised in the church culture. I know what to expect and X, Y, and Z, which was good because I feel like if, if being in Christendom for the last eight years, uh, 10 years, um, I don't think I probably would have done things different because um, I was like this like ferocious linebacker, fearless. And then like, okay, God grabs me, gives me his Holy Spirit. And I want to do the same for you. Mm-hmm. I haven't really tasted persecution yet. Um, I didn't know all the stigmas of a Christian coffee shop. I didn't want to open. If anything, I didn't want the label of Christian coffee shop because all of the stigma that comes with that. But to me, when I hear Christian coffee shop, unfortunately, I just corny. Right. right, right. Um, they're going to have bad coffee, yeah. terrible espresso, um, using syrups. And it's just it's done halfway. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I was just like, that doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> do you know God? Right? Like, there's nothing about him that is whack. Um, and so, like, I want to open up a coffee shop that like represents him in the right. best way. So I need to find the best beans. I need to find the best this, the best equipment. Um, so that was kind of my model. But then kind of like I was going into, uh, now I was like, I need, I need advice or wisdom. Um, and I love the verse in Proverbs talking about like, uh, if you seek wisdom, uh, your plans will succeed if you seek counsel type of thing. Mm. And I was like, I need to go seek counsel. So I'm, I'm going to talking to businessmen who are Christians, businessmen who are non-Christians. And one thing that stuck out to me that was odd was the Christians were like, you know, you know, I'm a Christian and then I'm a businessman and, and I keep those two things separate. Mm. Uh, I get why they do that now. Uh, but at the time, Jesus is in all things and in him, all things hold together. I'm investing my whole life savings into this business. I need the glue of Jesus Christ to keep. Why would I not have him all a part of this thing? Mm. Um, And so I was just like, you know what? Like the the whole reason I'm doing this again, not to be an entrepreneur, not to make money. I want to glorify the name of Jesus. And so like taking him out um, just didn't really make sense to me. Again, I didn't have all the stigma coming of like make of understanding why I'd want to take him out. Um, And so I remember though, there was a moment as we're getting closer to open, this whole thing's been about Jesus. um, And there was just this moment of like, okay, God, like how much do I make you a part of this? Like, obviously I know this was all you, your idea, how much. And it was like, kind of like right before opening of like how much I wanted to be about the name of Jesus. And he just was like, I literally help you do everything. Mm. And now that it's go time, you want to take my name off of it? And I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to do that. And so I went all in. Um, And man, in the beginning, it was embraced. I mean, now the stigma coming from the tower area of our town, uh, man, Christian coffee shop, it's going to be whack. All the stigma-ness of of Christianity, um, to me, didn't really affect me because I didn't know those things really. Um, And yeah, just opened our doors and... Just hit it running. Bro, that's so good because I, like when I hear a Christian anything, mm-hmm. it, it is that stigma of like, oh, it's going to be a Christian version of something that's good. And right. so that means it kind of like waters it down. And so right. we think making a Christian makes it like we have polite people and it's like being ultra nice. Right. But I love how the word says this is whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or anything you do, do it to the glory of God. Right. And so if you want to represent Christ in your business, offer amazing service or amazing products, awesome customer service, build something excellent. And that's the best way that we could represent God, not just having a subpar thing that we kind of do. Okay. But 
we're really friendly and smiling while we do it. Right. And so I love that about the Cup of Joy brand is that like it's when you walk in, you are in a real coffee shop. Like right. the, we take our craft seriously. Everything is done with excellence, even from the decor to everything else. And so I just think it's a trip that you you had you learned all of that. You came from knowing any like nothing at all, but right. you like invested your entire life into like we're gonna make this excellent. Right. And so with, with the, it's almost like you have to try extra hard because of that, that stigma of like, okay, if I'm going to be known for representing Christ, there's automatically going to be that negativity about, about like, it might be subpar. So you have to even prove even more like, no, this is going to be good. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that this in, in, even in this area, that when you opened, there were no third wave coffee shops right. in Fresno like they're now they're like all over the place everybody's doing it. it's become more popular but th this was a thing that was just like in Starbucks only really it, it was like right. Portland and you know Seattle uh, but then here we had, we had Starbucks and maybe a couple little small coffee shops but nothing like third way like uh, single origin right. carefully sourced right. beans and all that kind right. of stuff and mind you I just want to throw in because I know entrepreneurs have dreams they want to go I was scared to death <laughs> like I had so much fear you know um, God told me to go and do this. Well, now that was when he spoke in January. Well, now we got, we got 12 months to get through and oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm, I don't feel like I'm a very smart person. I'm not educated. Like where I know numbers, I know this, I know how to do these things. I got to sell how many lattes. There's no way I can do this. Um, and what I love to say in that man, a lot of sin. I just want to put that out there. Hmm. Like in my fear, going to crutches, going to alcohol, going to drugs in that time where I'm going to go open up this Christian coffee shop, but just still so much full of fear that like I'm going back to old vices of the old me to kind of carry me through this fear and God's grace. You know what I mean? Like if I were God, like oh, tch, I picked the wrong one for this oh. coffee shop. Like look at where you're at. Yeah. Look at what you're getting into. Um, but God's grace and mercy uh, because I didn't think I could do it. Like I'm going to go and people are used to paying a dollar fifty for a cup of coffee. I'm going to charge you four dollars for a pour over and make you wait five minutes for it. Like there's <laughs> hey, no that way. was a trip. My because I used to drink Folgers and uh -huh. Starbucks, and then I started developing kind of a palate. But I had never had a good. I never had black coffee. My first, I think my first black coffee that I actually enjoyed was at Cup of Joy. Mm. And I said I'll just have a, a coffee, and uh, they said okay, well it's going to take five minutes. I was like. That you don't have it just on deck, just right. like pour the thing. And they're like, oh, no, we do. And they were teaching me about the, the drip. And I was like, oh, man, that's that's crazy. Right. And I fell in love with it. But like, so for my business at Butler Branding, we're, we do branding. So we're always behind the scenes and we're elevating other brands, right? right. So I'm working with brands that we're putting in the limelight, but right. we're kind of behind the scenes. Right. You are very much public facing you right. have i mean i don't know how many hundred customers per location right. you have people ordering online all this kind of stuff so like you're very much in the limelight and with that okay it's like okay the world's looking at you right and so with the world looking at you you're you're representing christ what has been some of the positivity of like having a christian you know forward-facing brand uh and what are some of the negative things I'll start with the negative. Uh, by far the hardest thing is people pleasing because I'm a Christian who represents Jesus. I know what a wretched man I am inside, right? I know my weaknesses. And at any time I feel like, man, like obviously God has matured me, sanctified me along this way. Um, but it's just like, I'm scared to death to uh, imagine if Satan could get 
the owner of Cup of Joy, the Christian pillar in the community that went and did this, if I can get you to fall, if I can get you to slip up in lust, if I can get you to go down a spiral, drunk driving, whatever. I don't have those struggles, but I just know every man is capable of it. And there's that fear behind it. Um, and so for me, like, okay, I never gave a whack what people thought of me, man. In high school, I wore 50 cent chains. Just, I did my own thing. Who cares what you think of me? Um, well, since becoming a Christian, it's like, I care what people think about me so much because of one, who I represent. And then two, the business. If you don't like me, you're not going to like my business. And if you don't like my business, then I'm not going to be able to support my employees and kind of support this mission. And so it was very easy to fall into the trap of, of, of people pleasing. Um, and I, until I was in, in tears with my wife of just when it finally caught up to me and God revealed just the pressure, the crushing pressure of, of trying to please people um, and be perfect for people. Um, that was, has been by far the hardest thing that I'm still trying to um, get over. Um, learning again, my identity in Christ. You see this sweatshirt, treasured possession, like, like not trying to be cocky. It's like, we feel like it's, it's cocky or conceited to, right. bro, this is who I am. Like the enemies in my head telling me the things that I'm not, but like, I'm a treasured possession. So I got to put it on my head, put it on my shirt, whatever to remind myself, um, that this is the way God views me. And it's not because you saw me upset with us not serving customers right before this podcast, because it's like, we're going to misrepresent. It does, he may say, man, Zach is slipping and their coffee's not good, but I can't let that be my identity. Mm -hmm. I have to be in the word of God to renew my mind that, hey, you're going to fall short, but you don't have to fall under the weight of not living up to the perfection standard that you set. For sure, man. I, I, so like I, I have the privilege of being able to serve in leadership in my church. And one of the things that I heard uh, that I've heard a lot with people who work for a church is they get burnt out mm -hmm. and they get kind of disenfranchised with um, institutional Christianity or the, with the church because when you are, if your version of church is you go to uh, on a Sunday and you hear this, you know, polished message with everybody with the lights perfect and all that stuff and then you kind of leave and you feel like, oh, that's what Christianity looks like. And then when they, people work in the church, they see the real stuff, right. uh, like they see the humanity of the pastor, they right. see the humanity of the leaders and they're like, well, I'm getting disenfranchised because they have this false expectation of a fallen person. Right. And so it's kind of like the same thing is like, OK, well, now I'm public facing uh, and, I, and all of this pressure is on me. And so I have to put on this facade as if I'm perfect. But at the same it's like, no, the point of Christianity is like I am so imperfect. 100%. I am wretched. And then when employees come, they get to see the behind the scenes. I mean, before the podcast, you're just saying like you're dealing with issues with employees. Right. And we had to take a moment to pray, get our hearts right, right because like, OK, something's not right. And so like uh, not only with the public, but do you feel like there's some negativity or uh, stuff with employees being able to see, quote unquote, the real Zach or the real things that go behind the scenes? Yeah, I mean, thanks for sticking around. If you liked this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe, share the podcast with others and write a review. It only takes a second and it helps get the word out to more people. Also, if you want to support the podcast financially, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Sean Tamba. That's patreon.com forward slash S-E-A-N-T-A-M-B-A. Any amount definitely helps. You can also see the link in the show notes. That's it for today, folks. Thank you and God bless.